welcome to Liberation Challenge. You are welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm just so delighted to have you here. You know, there's nothing like the joy of spending time together, digging into truth, getting bathed in the light that has the power to radically transform our lives. I'm really looking forward to the next two weeks that we get to spend together just exploring powerful, practical insights and stepping into our transformation together. At this point, can I just say a huge congratulations on taking this step and signing up for the challenge? I really, really love people who are intentional about their evolution. I mean, so I guess it goes without saying that I love you and I'm just so extremely proud of you. My name is Tosin Sunny, and I'll be your host for these next two weeks that we'll be together. And in case you were wondering why Liberation Challenge, what is Liberation Challenge about? I'd like to give you just a little background and I'd just like to, you know, chat a little bit about me. Now, I'm a woman whose story is nothing short of a miracle. I'm a living, breathing, walking, talking, moving miracle. If you know that song, yay, I'm a miracle, right? I experienced sexual molestations, multiple molestations, beginning at the age of, of three. And I always say a seemingly unending series of hurts. And what those things did to me was they inflicted deep wounds in my soul as a child and teenager. And so I became this young adult whose life was defined by the unspoken pain and unresolved trauma I carried in my heart. And so for a long time, my life's narrative was being written by the pain-based identity I held on to, even as I struggled to find the match between who God said I was and who I saw when I looked in the mirror. Now, in my struggle with this deep, unyielding sense of brokenness and emptiness, I walked farther and farther away from God, you know, just into a world that was waiting to swallow my essence and bury my destiny forever. From a series of failed relationships to an especially toxic relationship, an unwanted pregnancy, a life of wild partying, drinking, smoking, marijuana. Look, I could have been easily gone forever. But for an intervention from a God who loved me too much to see me destroyed. And you know, even after I got liberated from some of the worst situations that I found myself in, I discovered that the unhealed wounds in my soul had morphed into self-limiting beliefs, thought patterns, and strongholds that affected my relationship with God, with myself, and even with other people. I was caged and I didn't think I could accomplish much, even though I had several journals from way back that contained all this great stuff that I wanted to do. In my heart, I just wasn't sure I had what it took to emerge so powerfully into destiny and purpose. 
Eventually, I did embark on a journey of healing and liberation that saw me emerge into a woman transformed, beautified, empowered, and deployed for the healing and liberation of others. And that's why you're here today. This journey is what I love to take people on so they can also be liberated, not just from their pasts, but into their destinies. It took an encounter with light and a process of stewarding the truth for me to begin changing my life's narrative. And I chronicled all of this in my book, Unchained. You can get it on my website at www.tosinsunny.com. And you know, from there, you can see all the other platforms on which the book is available. But my entire journey is chronicled in that book, and I know that it would um, definitely bless you. Now, I want you to know that it takes one power encounter with light. And by the way, light is truth. To begin radically changing your life's narrative or to begin elevating your life's experiences and outcome. A real encounter with truth is what births liberation. I'll take that again. A real encounter with truth is what births liberation. Now, I know liberation can sound like such a heavy word. And when people hear it, they think of maybe like liberation from something really fetish, you know, some generational pattern that is heavy, you know, and rooted in ritualism and all of that. There is that angle to liberation for sure. Definitely. But you see, when we talk about liberation, it doesn't only refer to freedom from things, from situations, from circumstances. No, it also means freedom into things. It's not just freedom from things. It's also freedom into things. It's not just freedom from spaces, from situation, from situations. It's also freedom into realities, freedom into destiny, freedom into new things, freedom into new levels, right? We're not just talking about freedom from patterns, cycles, addictions, and strongholds, and those are there and valid, but we're also talking about freedom from belief systems that are based on falsehoods, those falsehoods that sit deep in your subconscious mind. We're talking about freedom from conditionings that have shaped your thought patterns and have held you from receiving God's best for you. We're talking about freedom from faulty mindsets that continue to sabotage you and keep you small. Freedom from lies you believed about who God is, who you are, and who others are. We're talking about liberation, not just from negativity, but liberation into limitless dimensions of your purpose and destiny. As far as liberation is concerned, believe me, there is something for you. Wherever you're at, there is something for you. Whether you're seeking freedom from a struggle or liberation into greater dimensions of your life's purpose, You're right where you need to be. I guarantee you. And that's why I'm so glad you're a part of this challenge. Now, I'd like to just read from a scripture. And if you're a believer, I hope you are. Um, I know that this will resonate with you. It's from John 8, 32. And it says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. 
Now, this statement rings true, whether or not, you know, you're even a believer. It makes sense, right? That when you know the truth, the truth will make you free, right? The truth refers, let me define this, to that which is true. The truth is whatever is in accordance with reality in any matter under consideration, right? According to the dictionary, it's in direct opposition to falsehood, pretense, deceit, and corrupt opinions. But just taking a look at that scripture that we just read, I want to draw out a few points that I know will mark um, such a difference in your life if you pay attention to that. Now, the Greek word for the word know, let me backtrack a little and let you know that the word, the New Testament was written in Greek originally. And of course, it was later translated to English language so that we could understand. But the original language in which the New Testament of the Bible was written was Greek, right? And so you shall know the truth. That word truth, the Hebrew, the Greek word, pardon me for it, is ginosko. Ginosko, G-I-N-O. S-K-O. It means to learn to know, to come to know, to understand, to become acquainted with, right? So the, the word know in this verse speaks to coming to the knowledge of the truth. It's not speaking of a one-time encounter with the truth. That is only the starting point in the process of knowing the truth. I'll take that again. Encountering the truth is only the starting point in the process of knowing the truth. It is not just the stumbling upon truth that produces freedom, right? Encountering truth is only the starting point in the process of knowing the truth. It's not speaking about becoming aware of the truth through a book you read, a message you heard, or a conference you attended. It's not about a mere head knowledge of the truth. I want you to know that awareness of truth is not the same as knowing the truth. As a matter of fact, you can know the truth and not know the truth. There is a way to know the truth if that truth is going to produce true freedom in your life. And I'm going to show you that shortly. Now, back to that Greek word, ginosko. Ginosko is a Jewish idiom also for sexual intercourse between a man and a woman. Remember in Genesis 4.1, and Adam knew his wife and she conceived and bore Cain. Right? When you read in the Bible, Adam knew his wife or someone knew their wife. You know that that word knew or that word know means sexual intercourse. And guess what? That is the same word know that we see in John 8.32, right? It's the same word that depicts sexual intercourse, that depicts this knowledge of the truth. It's the same word that expresses the same knowledge of the truth. And so in a manner of speaking, you must have intercourse. You must become one with the truth if it's ever going to produce fruit. 
now the way god designed life all things being equal when there's intercourse between a man and a woman what happens seed is implanted conception occurs then there's a gestation period of what about 40 weeks and finally there's a birthing you see with god and in all of life everything is a process and everything responds to principles. And I want you to pay special attention to this because God in his infinite wisdom has hidden gems for us in here that when we really discover have the potential to radically transform our lives. It's very instructive to me that this same word that is used for the process that leads to the birthing of a baby, as in Adam knew his wife, is also used for the process that leads to liberation as in you shall know the truth what does this say to us your liberation your freedom deliverance your transformation and radical evolution they are the fruit the baby of becoming one with the truth and that's a whole process we are grossly mistaken when we think that just because we heard or encountered the truth we will automatically begin to see results. And this is exactly why many of us don't see results. We read a life-changing book, we join a challenge, we attend a seminar, we get excited, and we think that's all we need to get transformed. We don't know what to do with the truth or how to apply it, and then we get frustrated when we don't see results. Ultimately, we arrive at this erroneous conclusion that the truth doesn't work. Now, I want you to know this. When we receive truth, what we have received is seed. In other words, truth comes to us in seed form. No matter how powerful the truth you have encountered is, no matter how revelatory it is, no matter how transformational it is, no matter how powerfully delivered it was, Truth will always come to you in seed form. Now, when a person is telling you about the fruit in their own life, when a person is sharing something that happened in their own life, when they're sharing their own journey with you, when they're sharing something that, can, that has changed their own life, that has the capacity to change your own life, when they're sharing such with you, what they're delivering, they might be delivering their own fruit to you. That's their fruit, right? Their testimony, the, the stories of what has happened in their lives, right? What they are passing on to you, that's their own fruit that was born by their own process. But when that thing reaches your hand, it becomes seed. It never comes to you in fruit form. It never comes to you in fruit form. And this is why we must stop thinking that things happen overnight. And just because it happened in someone else's life, it means it's going to happen the exact same way in your life in the same time frame and it's going to happen right about now. No, it comes to you in seed form. Now, in natural life, when seed is released, implantation and conception occur. Then there's a gestation period. And if that process is not aborted, there is a birthing. So you see that transformation and liberation, they are birthed by a process. Yes, God can do a quick work but he will never do a quick fix. The truth is what you do with the seed you've received, the truth you've received, is what determines whether there will be indeed a manifestation of what you're seeking. 
if you refuse to nurture that seed, if you don't properly engage with that truth, there'll be an abortion of its fruit. And this is what happens with so many people. But it's not going to happen to you because you're in Liberation Challenge. (laughs) We're sitting with and we're engaging with the truth until it yields a transformation in our lives. I want you to know that liberation happens in phases, just like a pregnancy develops in stages. And just because you haven't seen its manifestation doesn't mean it's not occurring. There's a whole process. There's a gestation period, if you'd like, between knowing the truth and the truth setting you free. Now, speaking about gestation, you know that there are times you look at a woman a pregnant woman, and you can't even tell that she's pregnant. Except, of course, for those people with superpowers who can detect people who are even one day pregnant. (laughs) For the rest of us, we may even look at a three-month-old pregnant lady and be totally unaware, even though she already carries the seed of joy, the seed that maybe can change the world right? You know, even an ultrasound scan can only begin to detect the presence of a gestational sac from about five weeks of pregnancy. Yet, the fact that the scan doesn't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Everyone may not see it. You may not see it, but it's there. And what's important is that you know it's there. There's a stage in your transformation and liberation that no one else but you know that something is happening. Many people don't even share that they are pregnant until after their first trimester, right? A two-month-old pregnant lady wouldn't look at herself and say, oh, I can't even see this baby. I can't even see a bump, so there's no baby anywhere. And then she'll start living recklessly and mistreating her body. No, she won't do that because she knows that pregnancy can get aborted. She might not have a visible bump, but she knows she's carrying seed. There are other times you look at a person and they're visibly pregnant, right? You can't see a baby yet, but you can tell a baby is on the way. Even though you can't see your baby physically yet, you and even others are well aware that there's life growing inside you. And it's only a matter of time till you see what you've seen in a scan. You're well aware that you're changing, you're growing, you're evolving. And then finally... There's a birthing. There's undeniable proof that that seed has now become fruit. There are tangible manifestations of the process you've been through. Now, there's also a stage called post-birthing, which is what people call the fourth trimester. This is after the baby has come and it has to do with nurturing the new child, you know, sharing your joy with others and all of that stuff. And we're going to use this pregnancy analogy as we discuss the stages of transformation. I want you to stay with me because I know that this is really good. Let's talk about the stages of transformation. I I want you to know that these stages of transformation, they are reflective of your level of engagement with the truth. So as we proceed, I want you to take a look at your life and where you are currently and begin to, you know, just rate yourself and ask yourself what level of engagement you are having with the truth because they speak to the stage of transformation that you're on, right? Now, the first stage of transformation 
is, if I would liken it to pregnancy, is what I would call the preconception phase. The preconception phase. And this is the level of engagement with the truth that where you're seeking, you are just seeking truth, right? Here you are pursuing wisdom, you're buying books, you are searching out conferences and seminars, you are, you know, you are just looking for the right kind of information. You're looking for the right kind for for the right kind of wisdom, just for the situations of you, of your life that you are trying to get answers to in that season, right? So when you're seeking truth, you are just generally out there, you know, searching for truth. You are just generally out there seeking wisdom for whatever situation of life you're in or for whatever stage of life you're in, right? And it's important that everyone goes through this stage. There is no, you've got to seek truth. If you're ever going to experience transformation or liberation, you've got to seek truth because guess what? Ignorance is not an excuse in life. Ignorance is not an excuse in the court of law. It's not a, an excuse in matters of destiny. And it's not an excuse in the realm of the spirit. In fact, it's very fatal. What you do not know can kill you right? And the beautiful thing is that wisdom is everywhere. Earlier in the year, we had um, the Proverbs challenge and we saw that wisdom calls from the rooftops. She's everywhere in the street corners, in the marketplaces. She's shouting on top of her lungs, right? For those that seek her will find her, but you've got to seek wisdom. And at this stage, my question for you is what steps have you taken to bridge the gap between where you are and where you desire to be. What steps have you taken to bridge the gap between where you are and where you desire to be? Are you seeking truth? Right? That's the first stage. In the second stage, you are embracing truth. In this second stage of transformation, you are embracing truth. And again, this is the second level of engagement with the truth. Now, I want you to know at this point that it is possible to acquire truth and not be transformed by truth. It's possible to acquire truth and not be transformed by truth. This is why you must dig into the truth. You must dig into the truth. And I want you to know that at this level of engagement with truth, which is embracing the truth, you're already at the conception phase. If we're likening this to a pregnancy again, right? Now, I want to ask, how many books do you have that you haven't read? How many podcasts are you subscribed to that you've never listened to? And why? I live in a generation where people are more concerned with scrolling on social media than sitting with the truth that has the capacity to radically change their lives. I live in a generation where people are more concerned with we are outside, with being outside, than sitting inside, than sitting in with the truth that will birth the kind of liberation that they desire. I live in a generation that is very superficial, a generation that loves to slay and keep up appearances. I live in a generation that is busy doing everything else except the very things that can change their lives. It's a very distracted generation, shallow, sadly so. But I don't want you to be that person that never shows up. 
that person that signs up for liberation challenge but never interacts with the material never listens to the podcast never shares any insights in the learning and accountability community never interacts never no you're not going to be that ghost no that's not going to be you i don't want you to be that person if we're serious about this liberation thing then we've got to show up he doesn't jump on you and you can't abdicate your responsibility you cannot outsource your liberation you cannot outsource your transformation you cannot delegate your transformation right you in in this stage you've got to show up for yourself you've got to show up for yourself so in this stage where you are embracing truth you are assenting to the truth right you are digging into the truth you are accepting it as your reality you are agreeing with the truth you are embracing the truth right Now, I want you to know that in this season of embracing the truth, you are soaking up so much, so much wisdom, so much knowledge. You are being exposed to so much exciting truth that you feel like you are ready to share. I know this feeling firsthand. When you start embracing truth and light starts hitting you, you you are like, wow, where have I been all this while? You are just so excited to receive this truth. You feel like you are ready to start sharing it, you know, and especially because we live in this social media world where everyone is an influencer and everyone, you know, is a content creator. You may feel like you're ready to start your own community. You're ready to start sharing stuff on social media. You want to start designing your own, you know, code cards. You want to start sharing because you've been exposed to so much light, right? You want to just start posting what is going on with you. But I want you to know that in this phase, the world doesn't need to know what's happening with you. What's happening is that seed is being implanted in you right and it's important that you begin to build in silent in silence you need to be comfortable with obscurity and quiet season you know why you don't want to be that person who teaches truth but has not been transformed by it and that's what happens when you're too quick to become a coach or content creator and all of that and this is exactly what makes people feel like a fraud right you want to be the person who has been transformed by the truth and who is speaking from that place of transformation when you are embracing truth when you're in this stage where you're embracing truth you haven't necessarily been transformed by the truth but you are encountering light and it's getting you excited right you need to be you need to be careful to build in silence so that you don't start sharing and because you are not transformed maybe you sleep you know you fall or you you know, you just experience a setback and then you, you just really begin to feel like a fraud, right? And this this has, there's so many examples I can give to this. There are people who struggle maybe with sexual sins, um, who have sexual struggles of, of different kinds. And because they started encountering some light, 
um, in terms of them embracing the truth, they feel like, oh, they can begin to share these things with people. They can begin to teach these things. And then because they're, they're not yet really deeply rooted in the truths that they are encountering, in the truths that they are embracing, they sleep and they fall. And everything comes crumbling, right? It's almost like they abort their process because they are full of so much shame and guilt. That extra layer um, of shame and guilt is, is not necessary because it's, it's only added on, you know, because they've put themselves out there already and they feel like, oh, I'm failing so many people and all of that. You know, it's just better to build in silence, right? There is time for everything, Right? As you move from merely embracing and examining the truth to becoming really acquainted with the truth, guess what? It begins to show by itself. Now, let me create a balance here. There's nothing wrong with sharing the truth at any stage of transformation you're on. It's great to do that. You can share. I'm not saying don't share at all. You can share stuff you're learning. It's good. It's helping other people. My point here is that you need to focus more on inward growth than outward expressions. Focus more on inward growth and outward expressions to avoid feeling like a fraud because you're not yet as grounded in the truth as you should be right so you need to focus in this stage on inward growth the truth you don't embrace and become one with is powerless to deliver anything tangible to you you really need to become one with the truth for it to birth the kind of conviction that will lead to your liberation now the third stage of transformation right which is also the third level of your engagement with truth is where you are becoming one with the truth you're becoming one in with the truth and as you become one with the truth guess what's happening you're giving it permission to change you you're going in and going deep you're thoroughly examining this truth. You're working out its application in your life. You're applying yourself to the truth, right? You're letting it challenge and correct you. In this stage of becoming one with the truth, it's often an uncomfortable, sometimes painful process because you're not passive about what you're hearing. There's a lot of work involved, right? It might challenge your belief system you've held onto for 20 years. It may reveal parts of you to you that are not so beautiful, but it's well worth it, right? An important part of becoming one with the truth is it demolishes lies and preconceived notions that are based on falsehood. It tears down strongholds in your mind, in your mind before installing the truth there. At this point, let me say to you that you can't build a skyscraper on a foundation intended for a bungalow. We said this during Liberation Challenge last year and it stuck with me so powerfully. You can't build a skyscraper on a foundation intended for a bungalow. Let me tell you what a lot of us do. What we do is that because a lot of us are believers, we, we know a lot of truth. We have a head knowledge, right, of what the truth is. We, we declare we proclaim, we confess a lot of truths, right? And 
we just expect those things to work for us. And let me tell you why it's not working for us. It's because there's a foundation of lies that we are yet to uproot. So you are saying, for example, to yourself that I am beautiful, I am flawless. But for the longest time of your life, for the most part of your childhood, you were made to believe that you were ugly and you were stupid and there was nothing good that was going to come out of your life, right? You were called a disappointment. You were rejected. You experienced a lot of abandonment issues. But here you are confessing that, oh, I am accepted. I'm loved. I'm beautiful. But you don't even believe any of it in the heart of your hearts because you are yet to go back to your roots and uproot the lies, right? The way to establish truth in your life is not merely by confession. And these are things that we're going to begin to break. These are mindsets we're going to start breaking because this is why people don't see results. It's not about just confessing the truth. You've got to first of all go and demolish the lies. And what that means is that you have to be a keen observer of the patterns in your life. You have to be able to, you know, be introspective and go back into your roots to begin to identify the lies that even exist in the first place right and then you begin to uproot those lies before you install truth but what a lot of us are doing is that we're trying to build this whole edifice of truth on a foundation of lies and it's not going to stand right when we get into liberation boot camp which will open up in a few weeks we're going to become one with the truth because we're going to have a whole 12-week immersion experience. Those who were part of the 12-week boot camp last year can tell you how much you know, of transformation we experience. We're going to sit with the truth and we're going to become one with it until it begins to produce results in our lives. Right? The fourth stage of transformation and the fourth level of engagement with the truth is that you will then apply and be transformed by the truth. Now, this is what I would liken to the birthing phase. As you allow yourself get transformed by the truth, what happens is that your realities and experiences will begin to change. What a lot of us try to do is that we try to fix from the outside what has to be changed from the inside. We try to manipulate our experiences and realities. We try to create our desired realities. We try to address the things that are happening in our lives. But no, transformation begins from the inside. And as you, be, as you get transformed by the truth, your realities and your experiences will then begin to change. It's not your experiences that will change you. You are the one who will change and begin to influence your realities and experiences. You will see patterns breaking. You will see some relationships ending. You will see relationships giving way, old relationships giving giving way to new ones. You will see healings, diverse levels and layers of healings occurring in your life. You will see scales literally fall off your eyes. You'll begin to step into desired realities in different areas of your life. You'll be evolving into your most authentic self and walking into a life of purpose and fulfillment. That's the stage where you are applying and being transformed by the truth. Now, the fifth stage is where you are propagating the truth. And this is the fifth level of of engagement with the truth, right? Which I would liken to the post-birth phase. Now, at this stage of your life, 
There is such tangible proof in your life that people want to listen to you. Your life in itself is telling a story. The proof in your life speaks louder than any words you can say. And people want to listen to what you have to say because they see matching evidence in your life. You have compelling evidence to show that what you're speaking of works, right? And so there is no better time to propagate the truth than when you have been transformed by the truth. Today, I share my own journey as supporting evidence for the things I teach. And I'm still growing in a lot of ways, but the results I've seen in my life so far, they're replicable because there's proof. And one of the reasons I connect so well with the people that have been assigned to me is because there is evidence, there's tangible proof. I've been through a journey and people can see the transformation, the radical evolution in my life. And people want to be associated with that, right? So that's the stage where you're propagating truth. Now, just a little extra, right? You know, we talked about the fourth trimester. This is where, you know, you're sharing your joy with others and, and you know, you're just generally nurturing what you have birthed. Now, in as far as, you know, the matter of truth is concerned, this is where you're diligently nurturing what has been birthed in you right? You're staying in communities that help you fan the flame and stay renewed in your transformation because believe me, um, there will be storms. There will be things that will threaten to sink you, to overwhelm you, to take you back to what you have been liberated from. And that's why it's very important to diligently nurture what, what has been birthed, right? There will be baby snatchers, if I may call them, or baby thieves, um, things that will just come and try to steal what you have birthed. And this is why you must um, stay aware and stay alert, right? So you're nurturing what you have birthed or what has been birthed in you. You're staying in communities. You are guarding what you have received and ensuring you don't lose it. So these are the stages of transformation and the levels of engagement with the truth. For every area where you're seeking transformation, liberation, or elevation, these stages will always apply. And the beautiful thing is once you've applied yourself to this process and you've seen proof in one area of your life, you are naturally encouraged and empowered to replicate it in other areas. It's a process that you must stay with and I'm just so excited that you're taking or you've taken the first step to be a part of the challenge. It says one thing about you. At the very least, you're seeking truth. And that in itself is a powerful place to begin stepping into the kind of life you desire. Whatever stage of transformation you're on, I want you to rest assured that you are in the right place. And I look forward to going deeper with you when we get even into the 12-week bootcamp. But today, I want you to think about the top three areas of your life where you desire change and transformation. And it's okay if it's only one area of your life you can think of where you desire the most transformation. I want you to ask yourself, at what level are you currently engaging with the truth? At what level are you currently engaging with the truth that can bring about your desired realities? What stage of transformation are you on? Are you in the preconception phase where you're seeking the truth? Are you 
in the second stage of engagement with the truth, which is also, you know, the conceptual phase where you are embracing the truth? Are you becoming one with the truth? Are you in this birthing phase where you are experiencing visible transformation in your life? Or are you in the post-birth phase where you're now nurturing the truth that has been birthed in you? And you're now implanting seed in the hearts of others, even as you propagate the truth. I want you to ponder on these things and then show up later today in our learning and accountability community with your learnings. I want you to know that this is a no-holds-barred community where we share vulnerability. I can assure you that you have never met a more vulnerable community, a more authentic community, a, a, a safer space, a family of sisters who are not ashamed to share their journeys and their stories. When I took that bold step to share my life's journey, I feel like it opened up the door for just everyone who would be connected to me to also um, step into that liberty to be unashamed about their journey and their story. So you are not going to find a safer space to share your heart and your journey. So we share vulnerably from our hearts. And I just look forward to hearing from you, right? That's going to be all for today. I'll see you in the learning and accountability community. Do have a wonderful day.